You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. AT says, use your clonawilly and some Uber lube on your anal journey. Thank you, AT. Now, that is a, a wonderful suggestion. Yeah. You know why? Do you still have your clonawilly? I do. Surprisingly, I still think the clonawilly, despite being half aroused when I was making it, because I was with my brother at the time, <laughs> I, and it's it's not as it's not as large as I'd like it to be. Honestly, <laughs> it caused a whole um, a line of Downward anxious inquiry. Uh, I will say that uh, I think it's still too big for the anus for me. What? I'm not going to put that in my anus. Don't put it in your anus. It would be like fucking myself. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. That is my mother. Together, we host this weekly show. If you're just joining us, you're going to think it's about sex, but really, it's just us hanging out, talking about things most mothers and sons don't talk about. Concisely put, Cam. You're welcome, mother. And I must say something else. We, for the next year, we'll be mentioning sneaky freaks, and that's what we call you guys. We call our listeners sneaky freaks. Why? Because you're sneaky and you're freaky. And is that just for the next year? Or is this forevermore? I think I, I was just given it like a, you know, projection. It could be forevermore. This is the first podcast episode of 2021. You little sneaky freaks. And we did have a little New Year's, a distant New Year's outside together with masks on. With with like almost like tornado like winds. Yeah, what it was wild. Because it's on my top roof of my building, which is like fifteen stories high. And there's a sound that comes on and it feels like you're in the TV show Lost, which is like Oh, yep. It is very a, freaky. It, it freaks. It, it comes out even it's not more so sneaky when it's, it's pretty freaky. It's, it's definitely it's freaky. just straight up freaky. There's a lot of wind going on going through it. It's, and it's like okay. And then we were in these little like cabana type areas where the the flaps of the <laughs> the area was a flapping all over. And we're getting wrapped up, and it. it was like out of you know what that is? What is it? That's the Wicked Witch oh, in right. The Wizard of you're Oz right. on her bicycle going through the winds. That's exactly That's what, what that I is. felt like on New Year's Eve, but at least we got to see each other. We got to see each other, and I do you remember New Year's? Um, not as probably well as I could have because of the fact that we decided to indulge. Well, yeah, I would say that when I got there, I got there at 7 o'clock, you were already <laughs> fucked up. Okay, there's a reason. Hmm. I had everybody come in shifts. Okay. So your brother had other plans. I love when I make plans with your younger your younger brother, and it's always like we call it bookending, where he just like fits me in like a, a fifteen to a half hour window. I cannot stand being bookended. I got bookended. if someone tries to bookend with me, I'm like, why are we bothering to get together in the first place? Right. The whole time you're thinking about how we have to leave at a certain point. Yeah. Well, I got over that, and we decided to. Well, he. I, well, it all started with our building offering because they felt bad. They couldn't really do anything for a party. They offered us these drink bags. Bags. 
bags of drink. Like a, like a martini in a bag. Yeah. Like a little baggie. They're supposed to take one. Yeah. I had one. Gave me a cold canker sore. Okay. First of all, you had more than one. No, I had no, one. No, not how many you drank, but how many you basically pilfered. Okay. Well, we can get into that, but did you want to share something else about the shifts or, or should we move into that? So the shift was first shift uh, from like 5 to 6.30 was your brother and his girlfriend. Yeah. Jingle and jangle, as we like to call them. Yes. Um. So we had to have like a uh, little... You know, champagne toast. Yeah. That, that got me toasty. Yeah, you got fucking... Somewhere I smoked some weed. I don't know when that occurred. I know. I said, I got there and you were... I was like, do you want, <laughs> do you want to start eating? And you are like incoherent almost. And I was like, well, what's going incoherent. on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, was incoherent. You were not making a lot of sense. And I was like, what's going on with you? Are you fucked up or something? And you said, oh, I just took two hits of pot. Oh, I guess I did take weed. I yeah. couldn't remember when I did that. You did it before I even got there. Before 7 o'clock. Before 7. Well, you... you I mean, you knew I wasn't going to make it to the ball dropping at midnight because is there a ball that dropped in L.A. anyway in midnight? No. Well, it was weird right when you said that your whole purse dropped. How do you like that? Weird shit's been happening, by the way. Oh, God. I noticed like a glass figurine that yeah? I had. It was like on its side almost falling off of a shelf. Do you and think there's a poltergeist to your mother? No, I think there might be earthquakes that I'm not aware of. No, there's not earthquakes that you're not aware of. You're very. By the way, we are living in... The most dangerous county in the USA. <laughs> for earthquakes or for For all COVID? natural disasters. And COVID. And COVID. So it's a wonderful hellscape that we've chosen to reside in. I do love it here, though. Are you wanting to move? No. I'm ready. Where are you moving to? Anywhere else. Oh, you know, if all the people that are suffering, freezing their asses off, can't go outside, can't even see anybody because they can't have anybody inside and they can't be outside. That is true. Are saying, fuck you, Cam. You're absolutely right. You're so lucky you live in Los Angeles where the coldest you, weather is like 50 degrees and who gives a shit? Yes, that is true. That right is now true. in Chicago, it's probably like 20. You're right. You're right. Right. Okay. So anyway, let's get back to the bags of, of alcohol. The so bags of alcohol. This is where a nice, uh, so th this is a term that I would like to share with everyone called schnorr 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 is a yiddish term yeah yiddish is like an old jewish language language it's a ghetto language from the jews from uh, back in russia germany when they merged together and the the boundaries they have these little pockets of ghettos your parents would always speak yiddish my parents would speak yiddish every time they didn't want me to know what they were talking about so it was all swear words so i learned all only curse words so you taught me schnorr or they taught me well, schnorr. schnorr yeah schnorr is one you like are supposed to take one bag and you take two. Okay. In this case, Uber Schnorr. You're an Uber Schnorr, Cam. You took, I, I sent you up there to get, or down there to get two bags and you came back with like six. I went home with six bags of, of alcohol. Yeah. I rarely even drink alcohol. I know. You, on the other hand, I, I only took this two. This is the Schnorrs of the Schnorrs. No, my boyfriend Dees was in bed. We were in bed, and you said there's still a bunch of those bags of alcohol downstairs. Nobody was taking them. No one was taking them. To be honest, nobody gave a fuck about the bags of alcohol because they all are buying their own bags of alcohol. Right. But but I like when they're pre-made and everything. Okay. I think I had like what's called the poison apple or poison something. Yeah, these are cocktails and bags, basically. Cocktails and bags. So how many, how many did you I end up with? I think we have 20 right now. You have 20 bags. I think so. I took one the next day, too. Definition of schnorr. 20 bags. That's yeah. the definition yeah. of a schnorr. I got these out of bed to go down and get a few more. It's a schnorr. schnorr. It's a schnorr move. Anyway, if you're a schnorr, let us know at... 310-356-3920. I remembered it. No, you only remember the last four digits. I know. That's pretty cool that I remember the last four. Uh, so 
did you have any New Year's resolutions that you came up with or wanted to share? Um, did we talk? Yes. To, yeah. Yes, I shared this uh, New Year's, if you remember correctly. Okay. I would like to read more. You did not share that yeah. on New Year. No, you did read not. Read books, like novels, fun fiction. And... You did not even come close to saying something like that. Okay. Well, I was thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's your, to read more. What makes you want to do that? Because I always think of reading as like a luxury. And, and, and in fact, it should be a necessity. It's good for the brain. Good for the brain. I like that. So you want to read anything? No, like mostly I'd like to read more like fiction books. Oh, wow. It's just for fun, huh? Just fun fun reading, but not like stupid reading. I, I can't stand reading like Daniel Steele or something like that. No, so you no don't offense want... to the sneaky freaks that are Daniel Steele fans. You but... want just grade A fiction. I want some good, solid, you know, two thumbs up by Goodreads thing. Fiction. Are you looking for recommendations from our sneaky freaks? Yeah. Sneaky freaks get me some good books and not like cam books, which are like what psychology. Yeah. You know, I made that part of my dating profile. What? The, one of the, my answers is, you know, you say something about yourself and that one of the prompts was the geekiest thing about me is dot, dot, dot. And I said, I read psych psychology books for funsies. Okay. You think that's... It's a little geeky to even that say funsies. Well, that's why I thought it was fun to do a little geek thing. And then you wonder why geeks fall in love with you. I actually have not gotten any hinge matches. I'm now... I, I, I have now downloaded and deleted hinge from my <laughs> phone every day for the past week. Because <laughs> it's so depressing to go swiping nonstop. I think I've swiped through it all. And, and there's no reciprocation. There's you don't take no... any responsibilities for the fact that I've seen you swipe off people right and left. You're you're a swiper. I'm a swiper. Yes, yeah, so but I swipe on I swipe you, right. On you some. don't give any any leeway. It's immediate attraction. Here's here's what I was and Jesus swipe Christ. it down. Here's why I, swipe. You know what it swipe. is? Swipe it down. Swipe. <laughs> I'm doing a TikTok song. Do you know what I think it is, mother? What? I think. I think I I'm when I meet someone, it's not necessarily that I'm like immediately just looking at how they look. When I meet someone in person, it's you know it's the whole vibe. What's what's their personality like? What's yeah. the what's the hey. whole thing going? And I can't get any of that shit through the app, so, so I end up just saying no. Why? Why won't you just say yes to the ones that are on the fence? And then when you see them on Zoom or whatever, no, I I I do push when I'm when I'm on the fence. I I push I push. I, I, I say I've seen yes. you not push. No, yeah, you you've seen bullshit. You've I've seen shit. I've seen you swipe away. You haven't seen goddamn shit. And I will tell you that at this point, I think I need to restart my goddamn dating profile. I'm convinced that the whole long hair is not working for me. I'm convinced that you've been shadow banned from swiping so much. <laughs> you swipe off too many people and they shadow ban you. Well, I will say my New Year's resolution is to form some sort of romantic connection this yeah, year. Yeah, well, you have to be more open-minded. I am open-minded. Your mind is like a steel trap closed. <laughs> it's not. It's like, I wanted to go into my New Year's resolution. Which is? That I'm looking for a connection. And in in hopes of doing that, I'm reading this book called Attached. I know you're bored out of your mind already. I'm not. No, I like that. You forget that I have a social work degree. No, I, I read these books in, in college. It's, it's about attachment theory. You know, you, we thought that I was avoidant, you know? Who is we? I did. Okay. And I think you agreed with that. Okay. That, that I avoid. Yeah. But the truth is, I'm actually, after doing one of those surveys, I'm primarily secure in my attachments. How do so you like that? What, does it, what are you talking about So right there's now? three types of attachments, secure, anxious, or avoidant. 
Is this Cam's uppers right now? No. Okay. I've already tried to explain this in Cam's uppers, and you laugh me off the goddamn way. No, I'm listening. I thought for sure I was avoidant. But if anything, I'm secure with, with some notes of anxiousness, anxiety. Yeah, hints of anxiety, just hints. So what are you going to do for your anxiety? Moveon.org. What? It's not, the anxiety is not a problem for me. So basically, you're ready for some some people to come into your life. That's correct. I feel it's going to happen this year. How's that? Thank you. I have positive vibes for you, and you deserve it. You make a wonderful spouse or partner for somebody. So are we ready to get into some more important things? Like? Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. This is a segment of the show where my mother shares earth-shattering, groundbreaking news that you must know. Yeah. Mood? And this one is... Uh, very important for everyone to hear about because uh, it's almost as important as what's going on in the world of, of politics. It's a drunk couple. They strip off and have sex in the back of a police car after being arrested. This is in the mirror. Wait, wait, wait. In the mirror, the publication, The Mirror. Of course. Do you subscribe to The Mirror? No, but I always get it's my... It's a UK tabloid. I know, and I and they have great stuff, but this... First they have of all, great stuff? Yeah. The, the, man, <laughs> the naked man managed to run away wearing only his handcuffs after being detained by officers in Florida. Why does Florida, of all the states, always have the wackiest people? I, I wonder if we have, do we have a lot of sneaky freaks in Florida? We got mostly sneaky freaks out in the West Coast, uh, like Oregon area, but... Uh, sneaky freaks in Florida. Yeah, tell us what's what's going on in your state. Yeah, well, why do these weird things happen? The pair were stopped by police in Florida after they were spotted riding bikes around, no lights on, and were almost hit by a car. And when the deputy pulled Aaron over at 31 and Megan, 35, so it looks like a cougar situation there, uh, <laughs> he noticed the couple stank of booze and had bloodshot eyes. So he piled them into the backseat of a police car, which appeared to appeal to the couple. So they're, here they are. Oh. They're, they're, they're looking for a ride. They pretend like they're drunk or maybe they are drunk. And then they get in the back of the police car. This could be some fucking kinky shit going on. This is some kinky shit for sure. They just wanted to fuck in the back of a police car. So while I was outside of my patrol vehicle, Megan and Aaron took their clothes off and started to have sex, the deputy wrote in the arrest report. Now, what did that look like? That's a wild kink. And there's a lot. And I'm looking at the people and the faces are all scratched up and bruised up. Oh, this is danger. This is some dangerous shit they're getting themselves into. When I opened up the door to stop them, Aaron was naked and Megan had her pants down, he added. And when he went to intervene, a nude Thomas, that must be um, the last name, managed to flee the Nassau County deputy's clutches and ran off through a, a car park. His escape proved brief as he was caught a short time later hiding behind a nearby ice cream parlor. Oh, my Can God. Can you imagine? Let's and the go. wife is still there? The, the Who woman? said wife? Uh, Megan. I don't know where the hell Megan was. Thomas was charged with additional offense of theft because he still had police handcuffs on when he ran off. So they charged him for the fucking handcuffs. Oh, my God. Thomas. Uh, this is The pair was ultimately each charged with a range of offenses, including driving under the influence and exposure. <laughs> both have reported they both had multiple previous brushes with police and thomas had pre- previously been jailed for assaulting a police officer and had been um previous and the other one was jailed for parole violation these two motherfuckers are you wasting taxpayers dollars to have a good romp in the, the back seat of a police car are you upset if you were fun that type of uh let's be honest that is kind of hot yes you think so no but I could see people feeling that. Like, yeah. I, I, I have no desire to fuck in the back of a police car. Just show you. What if so there's you know. nobody around? No. 
I, I have no desire. And that one, one, I don't I'm, like I'm fucking gonna take in the a back guess of why. any car. I'm going to guess that, that you're thinking there's also bodily fluids out in the seats. No, I was not That's thinking that. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking there's going to be bodily fluids on the seats. It's kind of going to be gross. You know, people spitting and drinking and vomiting in the back of a police car. There's all kinds of shit going on there. They're not cleaning that too often, you don't think? You've never been in the back of a police car. Am I assuming that or did you? I don't. I don't. I have. I have. What? I got in a car crash once. And I sat in the back of a police car that pulled up there. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that you were in a police car. Oh. Yep. You were 16? Yep. 17? I um I did like, a, when I was in high school, they put you in the back of a police car to take you around, mm-hmm. show you what it's like. Yeah. It was kind of scary. I, didn't know, I was not real thrilled about being back there. Uh, but I could see some of these thrill seekers wanting to have sex back there. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. If you're a sneaky freak and you want to have sex in the back of a police car, let us know. Have That's you ever had sex news. in a uh, cab? Please... Have no. you ever messed have around you? in a cab? Um, I'm thinking I might have done something in the back of a cab. You not, do you not think like you might have done something? Not, not a lot, but, you know, just a little touchy-feely from the... You know, I, I'm, I'm sure nothing was, you know, exposed. Okay. A little touchy-feely. A little touchy-feely in the back of a cab when you're a little drunk with your partner. Okay. That's when cabs were... Obviously, this was a while ago. Because I've never now, done an Uber, but I've absolutely asked at least... 20 different Uber drivers if anybody had sex in their, the back of their Uber. And what's the verdict? Majority of them said no. Some said there's some in some heavy petting and some said in various accents, I wish there was because I would like to see that. Okay. Okay. So I, I have that on tape. One day I'm like a compilation of all those. I would like I would like to. Are you done with Mom's News? Because I think it's a very important Yeah. Did you mention. enjoy Mom's News? I did. I thought that was a great mom's news. And I was going to say, if you if you ever find yourself in the back of a police car <laughs> and you're trying to have sex or say you're in an Uber even, I would highly recommend using a lubricant. What, what lube would you use? I would use Uber, Uber lube. Uber lube to say the day. Uber lube is our favorite. Silicone. High quality lubricant. Perfect for. Back of the back of the police car sex because it's tasteless and odorless. So, so no you, one will know that you're even yeah. using it. You pull out one of these stinky like, you know, lubes that taste like chocolate or something and sticky and like, what you smelling that there? shit. The people will like, I would suspect if I was a police officer I'd like, what the hell? I'm smelling some chocolate cake back there. They also have like a travel size kit oh, that's of, perfect. Uber, of Uber lube. So you can take that into your police car you can take that on a plane, take that wherever you want to go. Oh, it yeah. looks like a little lipstick tube. It's phenomenal. Uber Lube is also great for oral and anal, as, as long as as well as vaginal. Literally the perfect lube. Uh, we can't recommend this enough. It makes a perfect layer of lubricant between your skin and your own skin or another person's Why skin. Why are you stroking your ankle? I'm just I'm imagining. You're stroking your ankle as you speak about it. I'm imagining it because it, just, it doesn't leave like any sticky residues. It's just no, a, a nice a velvety lube. finish. It's a perfect lube in a perfect little bottle with perfect amounts of measured measured squirts. Okay, so if you're looking for lube, you can get 10% off with our special <laughs> code, MOM, at uberlube.com. Just use MOM, M-O-M, at uberlube.com. You'll get 10% off. Kid tested, mother approved. Uber freaking lube. I will say we both watched the Bears game this Sunday. I was very proud of you. I will say it was a waste of my vacation time. What do you I was on vacation time this week, Sneaky Freaks, believe it or not. And how did you, yeah, how was your vacation? 
all in all. It was quite nice. Were you able to disconnect? It was. I mean, I was, I, so I, my friend had this house um, in Southern California that he invited me to. It was just the two, the two of us. So I thought it'd be COVID safe. He tested negative. And um, so I went on down there. And it, he was not on vacation time because he was working. So, it, you know, it's very uncomfortable for me to just start taking vacation time. But I forced myself. Good. Because I was in a beautiful environment. And I did a lot of self-love. Oh. A lot of, lot, of, uh, lot of exercising. Did a, little, a lot of beach journeys. Oh, nice. It was phenomenal. I, and did, did, this exercise that I do, the Mike Chang exercise, I know I'm always constantly raving about this shit. Mike Chang Daily Flow, if you want to look it up on YouTube, it ends with breath work. Now, I don't know if you've ever done breath work. Have you done breath work before? I, I definitely have done breath work. And You're I like hyperventilating? I'm, I'm, I don't know about that stuff. But I definitely think that breath is important. <laughs> breath work is like, it's like a specific type of, you know, almost like a yoga exercise where you use the breath to enter different states of consciousness. Some people say that it's actually what's the, the biggest benefit of running, that you're doing this type of breath work. You know, when you're running. Yeah, you get those endorphins going. Yeah, that's the same sort. You're doing that type of thing, except you're not running. You're just mm. laying on your back usually. And I enter such a blissful blissful state. It, my friend did it with me, and he said it was. It reminded him of probably like a psychedelic experience, although he's never had experience with psychedelics. So I don't know why So it's, it's your, your brain... Has little portions getting activated by that breath. Okay. Do you really want the Do you want the details about this? Can we save that for Cam's uppers? <laughs> sure. Should we do Cam's uppers now? Yeah. Cam's uppers is a place to be. Want to live in is a life for me. It's Cam's uppers. This is a segment of the show that I will share something near and dear to my heart, something that's on my mind, something that needs to be shared with the world that my mother will typically find boring or sad or uh, yeah just yeah this might be an ah eh situation but i think people will enjoy it okay so as i was mentioning about breath work which is basically you're sitting there for like two minutes going you know depending on what style you're doing and then you hold your breath and then you you know there, there are variations in this you end up feeling all sorts of shit in your body what does that mean? You could be tingling. It could, it could feel like you're having a panic attack. And what I feel like up, I'm having one right now. Why? I'm not breathing properly because I'm afraid that my breath is going to end up coming out to the microphone. No, you're you're doing fine. Okay. It's always, it's just this, this snotting that ends up getting oh, caught on the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, snorting. You're fine. Anyway, okay, so what happens when you do this? First of all, this origin, this kind of comes out of several traditions, but it became very popular after the psychedelic movement got shut down and research in in the 70s and 80s got shut down for on psychedelics in the war on drugs and people started doing holotropic breathing which is this type of work and it, oh what if this is what happens with ayahuasca no that is a psychedelic experience no but i mean maybe you start breathing heavily cuz you're on ayahuasca no 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 that oh. is literally changing the com oh, composition no. of your brain the 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 breath work is what a lot of these scientists or the psychologists started studying when they couldn't use psychedelics anymore because it created similar states of consciousness. Very interesting. Huh? What they found was that similar to mushrooms, that it, there's a part of the brain, usually the prefrontal cortex, um, that 
ends up going offline almost. And this is what happens when you do breath work. The frontal cortex which is often related to like your thinking, your fun, your high high level functioning. Basically, you know, kind of goes offline so you can resort to your reptilian brain, the basic functions, the back of the brain. And you're functioning from a place of intuition of in in it's Who, me or it, everybody. Very, everyone. And it's it's very it's like living without anxiety for a bit there. Because things become very clear. It is wonderful. I experience, after these experiences, every day I feel such gratitude. So why do you bother with the exercise part then? The exercise part is good for the body too. And so I should just you, do the breath work then. You should get into the breath work. I think you're going to love this shit. And I swear to God, I, I started thinking about our podcast when I was, I, I'm sitting there in the sun. I'm on, the, I'm on a mat in grass. I'm sitting there in the sun. The wind is blowing. I, I could not have been imagined a more content state. You know, and I just did the breath work, obviously, because I'm feeling high out of my mind. And I'm thinking of our podcast. And I, I realized it's like, you know, in those moments, I feel such gratitude to be alive. And I think that's kind of, you know, our podcast is not necessarily, despite several of the shitty reviews that we've been getting recently. We'll get into that in a minute. It's not to talk about sex and to educate as much as it is to show us in a state of play. And to be in a state of play is really just us saying, you know what, we're, you only play when you're enjoying life. It's an appreciation for life. Yes. So we should do breath work before every podcast. I, well, I did that today. You didn't do it with me. Yeah, you should, you should do some breath work. But anyway, the play is, this is, is, this is, this that's is the happened. zest of life. There's no purpose for play except just to appreciate life. I agree. And, and that's, so that's why I do TikTok. That's you playing. It's me playing. That's fair. Breathing. I always get like hyper when I start dancing and doing, trying to do like what Charlie D'Amelio does. Okay. So anyway, this is, this show should be called Cam's Uppers. Play with, play with my mouth sounds fucking weird. So I, yeah, that sex talk somehow sounds better than that. With, breathe with your mom. Breathe with my mom also sounds fucking weird as hell. Anyway. So for sneaky freaks that want to get into that state, like, can you give them like a, like an, uh, like an outline of what they should do? You want me to? I think I. I'm not trained at guiding these breathwork sessions. Is but there I would any, say anybody that, it, that they should follow? I would think that this Mike Ch- at the very end of Mike Chain's Daily Flow workout. I think you can get a nice segment of breathwork. I feel if like you want to learn extensively. I feel like I'm going to pass out right now. Why? Because I was trying to breathe and I held my breath and now I'm feeling light. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's, maybe you should be careful. See your doctor before you start doing breathwork. If you want to learn more about it, you can also check out Wim Hof, who is out of his out of control. He's doing some crazy shit with breath work. Who who is this? This is the guy that that climbed Mount Everest in a pair of underwear or shorts. Well, that's a complete lunatic. What the fuck and, is wrong with him? And then ran across the Sahara Desert. Also, I think is this who you're following these days? No, no, but he's just someone who uses breath work, and he's a fucking maniac. And I love him to pieces. Okay. That's how, that's how Kim's find uppers. These people? How do you, do? Like, you just go down a rabbit hole? Spiritual off? shit that I get into. Yeah. Oh my God. You know what one of my New Year's resolutions is? What is it? Eating better. Oh. Eating, I, I really think that it's like having a car. You want to feed your engine good food. Mother, how happy were you the other day when I brought you home some Sakara? I, I, I was like, wow, this stuff looks beautiful. It's not just like 
tastes beautiful. You, you can see the nutrients in it by the different colors that they use. So you sneaky freaks might be wondering, what is Sakara? Sakara is a company that sends you ready-to-eat, organic, plant-rich meals that will make your skin glow. It'll boost your energy so you feel like you're riding on clouds. It will improve your digestion so that you're, you have regular BMs. Like having a personal chef. They have chef-crafted breakfast, lunches, dinners. They change weekly. You'll never get bored. Delivered fresh anywhere in the U.S. These things are so different than any other type of like packaged food that people deliver to your door. It's, it's the best. It I, is. I, I, it's one of my favorite sponsors because I would have Saqqara every freaking day if I could. I know. It's unbelievable. I get depressed when I run out. So along with these delicious plant-rich meals, Saqqara also offers daily wellness essentials for optimal nutrition. They're creating supplement packs called the Foundation and Metabolism Super Powders that deliver support to your gut health, energy, immunity, and healthy skin. Right now, my friends, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to sakara.com slash sextalk or enter code sextalk at checkout. That's one word. It's not mom. It's sextalk. That's sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash sextalk to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash sextalk. Moving right along, mother. I had a question for you. What? I was reading... Have you ever read Into the Wild? Into the Wild. You know what this book is? Yes. I think I have read that. About a guy who cuts his arm off? I don't remember that part of it. I actually have never read the the book. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I read that one in grammar school. The premise of the book is basically this guy wants to live alone in in Alaska and and fend for himself. Yeah. I'm about to ruin the book for everyone, apparently. Here we go with your... your, uh, Spoiler alert. This is a major spoiler alert. Uh, is it the guy, the guy who cut his arm off? I'm not sure if he cuts his arm. I think right. he might have cut his arm off. Who was the guy? I don't know. In the movie. I don't know. Okay, so what's the point here? The point is his final words. Happiness only real when shared. Oh. You think that's true? No. You don't think so? No. You think you can experience happiness alone? You didn't two days ago on the beach. I know. I was thinking about that. But is this a trick question? B- b- profound happiness. You just need to be like, why do you go? Why do you not go to the movies alone? I do like to laugh with a partner and watching different movies, or or afterwards discussing the movies, or or just even while I'm watching it because of my ADD, I like to discuss it during the actual shows yeah like my i think my vacation would have been more pleasant had my friend been able to vacation with me you know and take off and we can actually share the happiness together so you know there on the one hand i'm like yeah you can experience happiness alone i'm sitting there in this in the grass you know it's sun shining down on me and i'm enjoying life but on the other hand it's like yeah but you know there's there's there are there's a big benefit to having someone around to really enjoy an experience with and it's good for your brain because I was doing a little reading and I think it was Dr. Sanjay Gupta was talking about, or it could be someone else and they just cited him, but I don't remember the details. The point I'm making is he or she was saying that if you want your brain not to go downward, like go experience memory loss and all that, you must keep it alive by having relationships with people. That's also activated the brain more than anything. And, do some brisk activity like walking a brisk activity 
So the best thing to do if you want to keep your brain active is go out for a walk with with someone and have a conversation. This is one of my favorite activities in the world. Walking and talking. Yes. A little walk and talk. So then your brain is probably exploding with neurons. I love that feeling. You don't do that enough. Well, that's because I live in a brick and mortar environment. That <laughs> anytime I walk outside, I might, might see some murders or something like that. Mm, it's true. It's true. It's a dangerous era we're living in, and it's not conducive for walking and talking. Since then, I have no friends or a place to walk to. <laughs> okay, so this is not you good. You do have friends. You have friends. I don't know if they would walk, want to walk, but you do have friends. Well, a lot of them are not in the state, so it's very difficult to walk with them. But I suppose you can do FaceTime with them. I would you? love to know the listeners' thoughts on this uh, this idea of. Walking and talking. Of, of, of activities done alone versus together. I mean, so certainly there must be some activities that you find, glean more happiness from doing alone, like reading. Okay. Actually, but even, I, I even like if someone's reading next to me. If they're reading their book, if as long as they're not making any grunting noises or things like that. Yeah, you're very intolerant of me whenever I do that. Well, because you sit there and then there's a lot of a lot of extraneous distractions. TikTok will start coming up. You know, <laughs> Maybe you'll start sucking down some smoothie. It's time to read some listener texts. This, we'll start off with from AT. AT says, use your clonawilly and some Uber lube on your anal journey. Signed, AT. Thank you, AT. Now, that is a, a wonderful suggestion. Yeah. You know why? Do you still have your clonawilly? I do. I, I don't I, know where my clonawilly is. Surprisingly, I still think the clonawilly, despite being... Half aroused when I was making it because I was with my brother at the time. I, <laughs> and it's it's not as it's not as large as I'd like it to be. Honestly, <laughs> it caused a whole um, a line of Downward anxious inquiry. Uh, I will say that uh, I think it's still too big for the anus for me. What? I'm not going to put that in my anus. Don't put it in your anus. It would be like fucking myself. All right. I, I don't want to go down any kind of negativity, but I'm suggesting that we table this conversation. All right, AT, I guess we're tabling you. Yeah, I don't think this is a good idea to talk about right now. Okay, next is from Cassie. Does <laughs> she suggest anything with your clone of Willie molds? Cassie says something. What about people that don't know what the fuck you're talking about, clone of Willie molds? It's a clone of my penis that uh, you can go back in our previous episodes <laughs> and hear the actual process of making it. It was phenomenal. Cassie says, hey, Cameron, Karen, I hope you're having a lovely day. I wanted to say that when y'all say goodbye and that you love us, sneaky freaks, it feels like hanging up from a phone call with family. I love you all, too, and I hope this year fills you with glee and warms the cockles of your heart. Oh, that is a fucking sweet, sweet text. And, um, and war- you know, because I always say it warms the cockles of my heart. That's, she's quoting you, mother. That's very sweet, then. She's also quoting me and saying fills you with glee. I forgot that. Oh, you did it, say is that. Is that a common thing that I've been saying? I guess you said it in the last couple of times. I think I think you did make fun of me for that one time. Cassie, thank you very much for that sweet freaking text. Yeah. You made our day when you sent that. And you made our day when you sent this follow-up one. She says, Cam, this one is for you. I was just listening to episode 325 when you asked Karen how long to date someone before letting your freak flag fly. I disagree with Karen. If you want to attract someone who will love you and the things that are important to you, you should fly it early and fly it high. Somewhere there's someone looking for someone like you. How can they find you if you don't show them your true self? This doesn't apply to self-criticisms or negative self-observations. Why are you pointing at me? Leave those in the mist while you work on them. Love to you. Had to share while this was on my mind. 
I this is these these were her first two texts to us back to back, filled me with glee. Back I'm to glad, back. I'm glad you filled with glee, and I think that. There is an element of surprise sometimes that needs to occur. And I still contend, <laughs> Cassie, that you don't want to totally freak anybody out because Cassie, you know, I'm with you. We you let that freak flag fly high and to, early. You don't need to talk about how you've been sliding on the, the floor of your, your shower, <laughs> sticking your finger up your ass, trying to get to the prostate gland with some Uber lube. Okay. You don't need to tell them that on the first date. I think I'm, that might be flying it too high. That's too high. So that's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying you shouldn't, you know, talk about like you like psychology books and things or like that. Or the clown, clowning. Or clowning even. That's yeah. fine. Those are who those are who you are. What about the um the the video recently I put out of me trying to stick a didgeridoo on my asshole? It's actually more trying me to sit on a didgeridoo, which some people interpret as an as an erotic. Right, experience. but I mean it's a, that's honestly, still that's, clowning. That's still not like that's yeah. not a, a terrible thing. But some of the other stuff that uh, we've talked about maybe can keep to yourself okay well i can't although see, I appreciate that that input anybody can listen to this podcast it's kind of hard to keep those freaky things in for too there's long nothing, there's nothing everything is out there yeah that's what i'm talking about elaine says hey there i love your podcast and how close you are with each other i have a similar relationship with my 20 year old nephew that's that cool. is wonderful that's good to know you know the, the aunt's nephew relationship yeah. is kind of interesting in that there's enough distance that you could it all it allows for some serious like openness yeah you don't have much to lose you know i feel that way with both of my uh older nephews i mean not not so much the younger ones but the older nephews yeah you get into some freaky shit with them lately like at some age i don't remember if it was 21 or something it flipped from me just being an aunt that you know would buy them birthday presents to me that being an aunt that can talk about i mean we've had one of them on the show you're right yeah i forgot about that yeah yeah, that so, was wonderful. I, I like that relationship, and thank you for mentioning that. You can have with other people besides just, you know, your sons and daughters or whatever. Totally. and f- I, I love that. Mr. Bean writes, hope your 2021 is full of fluffy sheep and pop rocks. Oh, and great sex too, Mr. Beanhead. Thank you for that, Mr. Beanhead. Mr. Beanhead, I don't know where I'm going to find a fluffy sheep. I, I probably could find pop rocks, but I don't know if I, I think I don't know if that's a good idea for my pH balance. Okay, and and for the sneaky freaks who have no clue what the fuck you're talking about, who Mr. Bean is, uh, can you in a sum it up in a sentence or two? Mr. Bean is one of my favorite uh, people I've ever discovered on the internet. Yeah, he's sneaky freak number one, numero uno. One at one point we were gonna call our freaks the Bean Team because of Mr. Bean is the president because he, he lives up in Maine. And he has he, a lot of he, thoughts about sheep. Yeah, he, I think uh, he has some um, sexual activities with sheep, fluffy sheep, and uh, yeah. he has admitted to putting pop rocks, pop rocks in his rectum. <laughs> so, uh, he. So you can see why we get a kick out of Mr. Bean. Love Mr. Bean, Mr. Bean. To be quite honest, I miss your songs. And if you send us a song at yes text mom, we leave would us like a voicemail. Play. I'll play that shit. And by the way, speaking of weird shit, mm. I know we've talked in the last few episodes about Bob and Brad. Yeah. But apparently you were searching for Bob and Brad and found out some new information. I was trying to figure out how to do the splits last night. For Why? Some, I don't know. I, 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 I was probably inspired by Mike Chang and his flexibility. Yeah. And I was like, wow, why can't I do the splits? At this point, I've done so much yoga. Why the fuck can't I do splits? So I look up, you know, my boys, Bob and Brad. And? Brad, it was a second degree black belt in Taekwondo. Brad is the shorter of the two. Yes, he is. He's so a fucking nimble b- 
badass motherfucker. Yeah, you don't mess with him in a dark alley. No, I will not mess with Bradley. I'm not surprised, are you? No, I like that Brad has is, is got a little, you know, feisty streak to him. Yeah. Welcome to our newest patron members, our newest Sneaky Freak members, Stu and Cassie. Cassie's really coming in clutch this whole episode. Cassie. And a big welcome to Stu, who's paying us in pounds, suggesting he might be in the UK. I Definitely. Or is there any other place that uses pounds these days? Because I, I think they all use a euro dollar. That's right. That's interesting. All right. In which case, I like thank our you very international, much for the international flavor of our patrons. It. And if you want to join Patreon, it's www.patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom, where you get behind the scenes content and you get to attend Patreon only parties via Zoom and you get special bonus episodes of sometimes of reviews of TV shows and things like that. We reviewed all seven episodes. Was it seven? Of yes, the, of the Queen's, Queen's Gambit. Gambit. Yep. And we've gotten a lot of good feedback on our, our re- reviewing capabilities. Yes, it was a lot of fun for us and we hope you guys are enjoying that. Um, you know, this is we mentioned earlier that we were going to talk about some reviews that we've been getting recently. Yeah, and I think when I was a social worker, I used to say any attention is good attention, negative or positive. Hmm. Well, we got one that says, what a self-centered windbag. You, you, you. That's all you care about. It only (laughs) takes two sentences to swing the conversation back to her. Do you have any questions for me? That's from Francis J. Fox. Is it possible that you're Francis J. Fox? Are you? Is this a criticism of me? No. It sounds like this person is criticizing me, actually, saying that you should get more stage time. I was thinking it was the opposite. No. it, It only takes two sentences to swing the conversation back to her. What? I don't know. I, I don't know what this means. Oh, you took it personally. I took it personally. So who either gives a one, shit? Either, either way, I don't care. A, who is this star, guy? This is a Francis, Francis J. Fox one star review. Francis, whenever you um, are going to be a little troll again, remember you got to you know give some feedback that's going to be constructive. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I mean, this is a podcast with the two of us. <laughs> Do you feel like you get your your uh, your statements in that you want to be making? I do. So that, do you feel like you do? No. Well, then he's probably talking about me. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's definitely me. Uh, but the next person says, now this is an interesting review. So this one I'm taking a little more seriously. This person said one hour of bickering. Well, this I would say in, in, in hindsight right now on this podcast, it probably is not quite the hour, maybe a good 40 minutes. Yeah. This person said, pothead astrologer mom. I guess that would be me. And pissy neurotic son. Oh, see, it's not just me. me. Okay. Apparently this person has, has called you neurotic. Bicker it's... for an hour. And sometimes they talk about sex. They're both really poor listeners to each other and the guest. They willfully in- misinterpret each other and the guests for comedic effect, which leads to another tangent. It's up to the guests to keep the conversation focused and on track. What they guests, seldom, by the way? I'm not, sure, I'm not sure exactly because we haven't had guests in a year. They <laughs> seldom let a guest finish a thought. When there is no guest, for example, a Monday morning after show, the episode is a zero. Skip the episode. When there is a guest, it can be a, between a zero and a five. There have been some stellar episodes, 23, 76, 167, and 268. Stellar episodes. Let's hold on for a second. This is an extremely hostile <laughs> review. And yet this person has listened to almost all of our episodes through 268 at least. Okay? Why? Yeah. 
what the fuck is that? I'm taking it as a compliment. Something very bizarre is happening here. Yeah. Why are they listening so much if they don't like us? That's what I'm saying. When I, I, I started this off by saying, when, when I was a social worker, I said even negative or positive, it's still feedback. You have to care about something enough to give them negative feedback. Well, that, it's not really feedback. It's kind of telling the other listeners, hey, don't listen to this for some reason because they don't listen enough. But yeah, he calls me a pissy neurotic son, and you a pothead astrologer mom. I'm okay with my. Of, you're okay. By the way, those are compliments to me. Yeah, no, pothead astrologer mom. Is not and by the way, I don't even get high that much. But this this person goes on to say, when there is a guest, skip ahead until the guest appears. Basically, don't listen to us. They're Did, both so vanilla and childishly naive. Wait, they both have limited imaginations. For example, Cam can't even imagine a shoe fetish. In num- episode 188 at 25 minutes in. After four years and over 300 episodes, one would think they have they would have learned and grown. But it comes back to them not listening. The podcast title slash premise is inspired, but the potential fizzles in their hands. You know, I I think that this is actually a well-written review. I do too. Who is this? Is this listen more, bicker less? They must have created their own account to give us this two-star review. And I will say, if we were to bill ourselves as a sex education podcast right i would have the same criticism that you do or some of our guests are comedians and maybe if we build ourselves as like an interviewer of comedians podcast right but considering that we are neither the truth is we're a fucking sneaky freak podcast this is (laughs) this is this is genreless because we are a comedic podcast we talk about sex and yet what i was talking about earlier it really is just my mother and i experiencing a state of play together exactly to, and by to the show way, what a relationship could look like where did it where did he get that somehow he's like paying a ticket of admission for sex education and he didn't get it i don't know but also what, hey i want to go which which episodes were those that uh that he did like I'm, 23 76 167 and 268 yeah, i would like to know who those guests are that he liked i don't know but we're working on creating our tv show so perhaps we should if you guys have any favorite episodes that we need to include yeah. clips from uh, definitely send them our way. 268. Hmm. So in looking up these episodes, number 268 is about anal sex with the pleasure of mechanics. Um, that was a fun episode. It was a fun episode. Um, again, it features much more the educational standpoint from the two experts. The next one was sex nerd Sandra, another one that uh, a sex educator. So sent- this guy is cl- or, or girl is clearly trying to get a little more sex education on us. And, and a little more education than that, because number 67, which was was when we had a strip tease lesson from our, our doorway, Dave, the stripper. Um, I, I, it's there's a very wide variety of um of subjects he's interested in. I think here's here's what might have happened. I think I might have said something a little off about shoe fetishes in episode 188 that turned and this just, person it off. Just rubbed him the wrong way. Or her, yeah. And and if I did that, I apologize. Cause Why? I, because I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. I, if that's what you're into, I'm totally fine with it. I it's just it's. Not it, necessarily my taste. That's probably what you said. It's probably that you said it's not my thing. I probably he said Cam can't imagine a shoe fetish. He also called us vanilla, which I think is hilarious because I fit, I think that for a sixty-two-year-old woman, I'm not vanilla at all, mm. considering uh, all the things I've talked about publicly on this show. And you know, I, I feel like I'm I'm more vanilla than my, some of my friends like Nina Hartley, who's a porn star. But I'm certainly not <laughs> what I would call vanilla. Well. Anyway, even this review is helpful for us. How? 
because it's good to hear what people's perceptions are of our podcast. So if you're listening to this, if you haven't left us a review yet, leave us a goddamn review. Please make it five stars if you can, if you like it. Yeah. And uh, you could do that most easily at ratethispodcast.com slash mom. All right. I think on that note, Mother, we have to sing them out. All right. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having fun snoring martinis. That's a good one. That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. All right. We love you guys. We love you so much. We love you, Cassie. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.